Welcome to Let's Talk to Animals. Have you ever wondered if it would be possible for you to talk to animals, either your own pet, maybe the wildlife in your backyard, maybe, maybe even the whales that you admire on National Geographic? The truth is that you can. Um, animal communication is called the universal language of all species for a reason. And it is your birthright as well as my birthright and Miss Melinda's birthright. And we'll get to that in just a second. My name is Shannon Pets. I'm with AnimalLoveLanguages.com. This is Pearl Cuts, my ever-present 22-year-old feathered sidekick. He never misses an episode. And we are so happy to have you with us today. Those of you who may be watching us on YouTube, maybe you're listening on your favorite podcast streaming service. This podcast is really all about demystifying animal communication, taking the woo factor right out of it. How about that? So today we're going to be talking with Melinda Donaldson. She's with messageswithmelinda.com. And we're going to be talking about the path to become an animal communicator. What is it like to talk to animals? What can you expect the first time you give it a shot? How might you go about getting started? And most importantly, how can talking with animals change your life? So welcome, Melinda. Hi, thanks for having me. So delighted to have you. Of course, you were referred to me by a, a fellow communicator, one of my fellow students in one of my training programs, and um, somebody that they just love your work and they love what you're all about. And that is how I find all of my guests. That's so awesome. if you are listening or watching and you would like to hear from an animal communicator that I have not interviewed, this is your chance. Go ahead and shoot me a message. Um, you can head over to animallovelanguages.com and just let me know, and I will do my very best. No promises, but I will do my best. Um, and we are going to start off today's podcast by just asking, you know, Melinda, when did you even know that talking with animals was possible? Well, that it was a thing. Like, like many people, I'm sure. Um, you know, I had seen people that said they could do it and, you know, I had, didn't have any experiences with it, but every time I saw it, I'm like, I'd love to be able to do that, but can they really do that? I mean, come on, that can't, just can't be possible. Um, and I didn't, I didn't really think a whole lot about it until I actually went and did, took some Reiki classes ah. and I met a person who I became very good friends with in this Reiki class who can talk to animals and I'm like you've got to be kidding me this is it's really you can really do that can I do that can you hey how do I do this you know and she she basically was like yeah anyone can do it you're fine you, you just have to find a teacher and start doing it you can do this and that's when I it's only been a few years literally a few years that I I actually was like wow, this is, this, this is something that can, I could do, I could do this. And I'm a huge animal lover and it just totally yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. 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 Animal Reiki is, is a, it's a huge thread running through the work that I do with animal communication as well. In fact, it, it feels like a way, one of many ways to create that initial connection yeah, with an definitely. animal. 
Um, I, I think it's very interesting that you mentioned, you know, you can just uh, maybe find a teacher and get started. And I think that's probably a big question that a lot of people who are tuning in that are watching or listening, maybe they have this question. They're thinking, well, okay, it's possible, but I don't know how to do it. That's great that it's the universal language of all species. That's fantastic that it's your birthright, but... What do I do? Where do I go? Who do I talk to? How do I do it? So can you talk a little bit about how you got started and and what approach you took to kind of start learning the the skill as well as tapping into the gift? Yeah, I um, after I after my friend was like, yeah, it's possible you can do this. I, she lives uh, a little over an hour away from me, so it wasn't really possible for me to sit down with her and, and, and do this. So I went online and I looked around and I, I bought one of those, you know, online cheap beginner classes. And I was so excited and I went through the whole thing. And I was no. like, no, <laughs> I can't do this. <coughs> So I, I was so disappointed. I was very, just very disappointed because it was like, she said it was possible and now I can't, I can't do it. I mean, I had zero luck. And then all of a sudden it was just really, really bizarre. I woke up one morning in bed and of course I've got a lot of animals. I had animals all around me and it was that kind of time when you're you're sort of asleep and you're sort of awake and I don't know how it happened but I had a not only a conversation but I I could feel my dog's feelings I could feel how his body felt I could feel everything about him and we were talking and I'm like what is what is happening here? So yeah. then I look, I look over and I'm like, okay, Barney, are you, can, can I talk to you too? And it happened. I was able to talk to several of my animals that morning. If it wouldn't have been for that, I'm not sure that I would be where I am right now. <sighs> um, but uh, after that, I was like, okay, now how can I make this happen again? Because <laughs> yeah. it happened. But I didn't try to make it happen. It just happened. How, how do I do this? And that day I got online and I started looking, started looking for teachers. And um, that's when uh, Dr. Kara Gubbins was having, uh, she was getting ready to I, have a summit. I'm going to interview her. I love she's her. Awesome. I'm going to yeah, interview she's her. Awesome. Yep. I went, to her, I went to her summit and um one of the people that she had in the summit was Maya Kincaid. Oh, yeah. And I was told, not only was I blown away by Maya's interview, I was blown away by one of Maya's students' interviews. And I call, I, I called her. I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do this. And she let, she let me sign up to do a free class. So I sat in on one of her classes. And to my surprise, I was able to, I was just able to do it. Um, and then after like a, a an hour long co- phone conversation with her, I was on my way. Um, I did a year long class with her. 
I did a, a class with Karen Anderson. Um, mm-hmm. a, a yeah. Long, I forget how, I don't remember how long it was. It's her, um, it's her mentoring class. And then I also took classes from, she's not an animal communicator. She's a psychic medium, um, Sarah Lemos, who also taught me a lot and even taught me some about communicating with animals. So um, I've had, I've had three teachers um, and they're not really, I wouldn't even say that they're the only ones that I've had because I have taken little classes with other people. Um, and then just people that I know that we get together and what we used to get together a lot and do practice sessions. And really it's just finding a teacher that resonates with you, that you like, and that has a program that fits not only your schedule, but your budget. That's, that's a, that's a big thing. Some of them can be very expensive and, you know, I hate, I hate for that to be something that stops people. And it doesn't need to, it doesn't need exactly. to, there, are, uh, you know, at the more, ev- almost everyone that, well, I will be interviewing Maya Kincaid. Yeah. Um, I'm also one of her students and I will be interviewing Karen Anderson later this month. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and I've, and, and Kara Govins is on, on the schedule and, you know, there are, there, are, there are so many more and that can feel daunting, yeah. you know? And so I, there's two, there's kind of two things I, I kind of want to parse out here that's so valuable in what you said. And, and the first thing is, you know, there, I, I truly believe there is a, a path for each person who wants mm-hmm. to talk with animals. And I see that see in that. your story yeah. in that you had already taken this course. It, didn't work, quote unquote, those of you who are listening, you can just imagine air quotes there. Um, And yet the animals were wanting to speak with you. Yeah. And that's what I really want everyone who's listening or watching to, to take from this part of our connection today is if you're interested, if you're listening, if you're drawn in by a, a series called Let's Talk to Animals, the animals are asking you to find your path to connect with them. And it's not going to look like my path necessarily or Melinda's path necessarily. Understand there is a path. And if the, all the paths that you try don't work, the animals will still find a way. Most the, definitely. The, the important thing is to, to begin. And, you know, and, and don't there give are... Up. And don't give up because, and I truly believe that, you know, if you don't give up, the animals are definitely not going to give up and they will figure it out. Right. Because they did with you. And the second piece, and this is a huge driving force. The animals have not asked me to teach animal communication, but they have asked me to serve as a connector, a point of connection, a connection between interested students and really talented communicators who may also be teachers or mentors. And that's something else you brought up, Melinda. It's, very important. You know, you don't necessarily have to enroll in a course per se. Yes. That can be helpful if you happen to have the time and the resources. Um, COVID has certainly changed our schedules quite a bit. For some of us, it means we have more time. For some of us, it means we have less and Zoom follows us everywhere. <laughs> but <laughs> since when did Zooming become a verb, right? Yeah, exactly. So, You know, keep in mind that sometimes the most powerful way to experience and start beginning to to open your own potential uh, as an animal communicator is just to um, basically to hire a communicator. 
to have a session. That was how I experienced it for the first several times. Um, and then one morning I woke up in, in meditation shortly after my best friend unexpectedly passed um, oh. late last year and heard in my, in my meditation, you are an animal sensitive and intuitive. And I thought, cool. What is that? Yeah. And that led me and that just, just be curious. So my point is be curious, let your curiosity lead you start poking around. You know, there's lots of free resources. Um, I even have an, a free animal communication camp. It's a five day free program. All you have to do is sign up and you learn five different ways that animals can talk to you. And that's on animallovelanguages.com backslash podcast. There are lots of other wonderful free resources. You can learn just little tidbits here and there, start putting it together. And then when you feel ready, you know, not everybody is going to is going to feel compelled or called, if you will, to hang out a shingle and start practicing as a professional. There's no need for that. You can, there's lots and lots of ways to learn animal communication. And there's lots and lots of ways to use these gifts to help the animals in your own life, to help wildlife, to help animals in shelters. You can take it at your own pace. And if you're interested, there is a program out there to give you a little structure, mm -hmm. a little bit of confidence, and most importantly, a community of other communicators who can help you. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, Melinda. This You've mentioned that you had, have a community where you get together, maybe not anymore, but when you were learning, you have yeah. a community. That's a huge part of, of um the communication journey. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that, how you, how you formed your community, how you found your people and how it's helped you. Well, it's, it's been invaluable um, yeah. to say the least. If you don't have someone that you can call and say, I just had this happen or I, this animal's telling me this, <laughs> What, have you ever experienced this? I mean, yeah. it is truly invaluable. And to talk to my own animals, because sometimes I'm great at talking to yours, but sometimes talking to mine, I, I do it. But it's, if it's important, if it's something that's critical, I always have one of my friends, you know, hey, can you tell me what Chipper thinks about this? Because I don't, I just, I, I, I don't always trust myself that I'm not getting in my way of communicating something important with my own animals. Um, I do, um, I, I had a, I still have a Facebook group and it's animal communication practice. Fantastic. I think it's called animal, animal communication practice too. Um, and out of that, I started doing practice groups. I would do a zoom and host them and people would show up and we would just practice we would communicate with animals and practice i it will be getting that going again um towards the end of this month and it, it's just you make a lot of friends you yep. meet people who i've become lifelong friends with some of these people that i just they reach out to me i reach out to them and it's it's just a huge support network and it's great it's great to have plus if you get in and start doing these these practice circles you start realizing, even if you haven't done a lot of this, you start realizing, wow, either I'm getting the same exact thing that 
three other people are getting. Exactly. Or I'm getting something different. And then we discuss why you're getting something different. And you realize that just because it's different, it's not wrong. So it's those, I love doing those. I've kind of taken the summer off from doing them because I've been so busy, but um, I will get those going again at the end of, at the end of this month. So people can join your group by going to find, tell us how to, how to find you. It will be on my website. Okay. I will have it on my website. Go to messages with Melinda. Yep. With Melinda.com. And and you can find that because that is huge. And it's one of the benefits. It's, you know, sometimes you, you know, you're paying for the course and there's this, this side benefit, but you know, there are ways to simply start experiencing animal communication without necessarily having to sign up for a formal program. And depending on how you learn, if you're a real experiential learner, like I happen Mm -hmm. to be, sometimes that is the the fastest and the most um, efficient and effective pathway is to, and it's, it's so interesting when you start noticing that, you know, you've had four or five people read your animal and they all get something similar. You're like, there's something to this. You know, yeah. part of this podcast, the focus of this podcast and vlogcast is kind of taking the woo out of animal communication, as I said, mm-hmm. demystifying the process. Like, is it weird or is it so natural to us that it's only been the rise of this ultra modern, high tech, um, all go no stop society where we've simply kind of we've forgotten this essential aspect of ourselves we've forgotten that you know up until the turn of the century we lived our whole lives in the company of animals and being able to communicate was about mutual survival we needed to know if our animals were too cold or being predated or um you know about to give birth or whatever was going on or about to pass or, uh, you know, we needed to be tuned in and we did it effortlessly because those animals were part of our family and they were also a huge element in our survival. And so Mm -hmm. it's only been until recently. Now we have, you know, for those of you who are listening and not watching, I'm holding up my smartphone here, which has cute pictures of my animals on it. And these have become kind of our pets now. You know, this is how, and, and that's, that doesn't feel natural, which is why we crave animal company. And we're also often craving deeper connection with the animals we keep company with. And that's where animal communication comes in. So if, you know, if, if this is something you just, you want to have a bucket list experience, joining a group on Facebook, like your group, Melinda, when you get it going again, is just, it's just more validation that there are lots, you know, something often only seems woo when we're all alone in our bedroom going, I think I kind of want to try this, but I don't know if anybody ever has ever done this. And if it's, and then you find out there are like hundreds of thousands of people all across the globe that are super interested and are doing it every day. Exactly. And give it a couple of weeks and you've totally, not only have you forgotten it's woo, Mm -hmm. but you start telling everybody in your network and you can't understand why they're acting like it's woo. Yeah, exactly. But this happens like every day, like what's your problem? You know, (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> it's really exactly. It's very important. So you know, and you shared a little bit about this when you were talking about um, your, you know, your wake up call, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, what is it like? Like, what is it? You know, we know what it's like to talk to people, right? We know what it's like to talk to each other. We're doing it right now. But what is it like to talk to an animal? You know, is it the same? Is it different? Is it, you know? Well, it, at first, it's amazing. I mean, it, it's just when you're first learning it and you're first talking and realizing just you, they're not what you think they are. They really aren't. They are amazing creatures who know things that you're like, how how, how did you know that? Mm-hmm. Um, my, my dog told me that he wanted cold laser therapy and I didn't even know what that was. I'm like, you want he says he what? wants cold, cold laser therapy. And the other people in my class are like, yeah, that's a thing. And I'm like, okay, good. Right. <laughs> Can you that. point me in the right direction? Yeah, exactly. Cause I've never heard of such a thing and it did help him. It helped him tremendously. Um, I, it, talking to animals really has changed my life completely. It changes your perspective. It changes, well, it, it changed my relationship with my animals. I mean, and I had a pretty good relationship with them to begin with. And it just totally took it to a completely different level because they're not, they're not these creatures that you own that you can make do things and have them do be how you want them to be. They're independent creatures and they all have different personalities and they all have different wants and needs and just to hear their perspective on things and how things in your household can impact them it's amazing I mean it is just totally amazing um I I can't I can't imagine now I can't imagine my life without it because I have learned so much and I, well, and I've met some incredible people along the way. And I, it's just, it's the animals, it's the, um, the opening my mind to, you know, the afterlife and how things happen there and hearing it from animals who've passed and what they're doing and how they feel. And it's just, it, it is truly an incredible journey. And I, it's, it's a journey that I can't imagine anyone who would start it would be, would be not just totally blown away and have their lives completely changed by doing it. I, I absolutely, I, that it's a tough question. You know, it's like, I, I love to ask it of others and not answer it myself. And I was thinking about that <laughs> while I was listening to you explain it. It's like, Hmm, how would I actually explain it if I let myself be interviewed? And it's like, I, I it feels like a full immersion experience of having a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're so mental when we talk to one another, yeah. we're so mental. We're in our heads, you know, half the time we're listening to somebody and we're already planning, you know, what am I going to say next? Especially when you're a podcast host and you're kind of a nervous one and you're just like, okay, (laughs) you know, it's just like the whole bigger picture of what's going on. But the mind so interferes with the other sensory experiences we're having when we converse with another being. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what species that being is. And the animals really help 
conversation become a living thing. Yeah. And I loved how you were talking about, you could feel what your dogs, you know, was feeling in, in their mm-hmm. body and you could, you know, you definitely hear the thoughts and you could, you know, sense the smells. And it was like this multi, you know, those little goggles that they put on that yeah. sometimes the big goggles where you have kind of a whole virtual reality experience. That's really what it's kind of mm-hmm. what it, that's what it sounded like to me when you were explaining it. It's kind of what it feels like to me when I'm, yeah. I can't talk to animals using only my mind. I mm-hmm. only my mind. I can't because an animal may want to send information um, in another right. way through right. a feeling or a sensation or touch or smell. That's a really fun one or taste. That's even yeah. more fun depending on what the animal likes to eat and, yeah. or, you know, or deep knowings, which is kind of really like the deep immersion, full on sensory experience. It's like, you know, all like you've got this little mini movie playing and you're like, Whoa, how did, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we used to be so worried. I'm totally going to date myself and turn 50 this year. And it's like, do you remember the days when everyone was worried about subliminal conditioning in movies? Oh yeah. Kind of feels like that when you're talking to an animal and you're not yeah. being conditioned, you're being awakened yeah. to Most all definitely. these other pathways through which communication is taking place. And that on its own is reason enough to give animal communication a try. So I'd love to hear a little bit, you know, of course, I, I, we've heard a little bit about your journey, but now here you are, you've got your website, you are facilitating connections for others, you're um, serving as a mentor and instructor of sorts to help people have these experiences. So what was that like making that transition from being the curious student to being you know, you're, you're out there in the world and you're, you've decided you want to, you know, go pro as one of my teachers has said, and, you know, really take this to a new level. It was scary. Yeah. (laughs) It was very scary. I can relate. Um, But it, it was, it wasn't, it, it, once I did it, it was like, just, just doing it. Once I did it, it, I have just, just every single time it's something different and something amazing and something wonderful um i i I have been doing an awful lot of afterlife uh sessions and it is just it is so it's so rewarding and so i what I do in a session, it's like the person, when I first am talking to them, you can see they're just, they're upset and they're distraught and they've lost their animal. They've lost their best friend. And there's always a point in the session where you just see their whole demeanor just changes. And it's like, they're almost, you can see them letting that that grief out um and it does you know it 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 doesn't take it away completely it doesn't you know it's not a quick fix but it makes a huge difference in them and it has just been uh, you know I, I will say at first I was like I just don't know about these afterlife sessions because the you know 
people are so upset and they're so distraught. And after I did a few of them and I've done hundreds of them now, it, it is so rewarding. Um, it really is. The things that their, their animals tell them is just, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it, it's, I don't even think about it anymore. It's like, you know, I used to get upset and stressed and, you know, oh, I'm, I've got a session coming up and I, don't, I just go in and I do them and they're enjoyable now. And, you know, it's, it's just a matter of doing them. If I wouldn't have just done it, I would still be a student today <laughs> because it's just, wow. it, it's just, it's, you just have to, you just have to do it. You have to have that push to, to get you going. And once you, once you're off and running, it's, it just becomes easier and easier and easier. And that the reward that you get in, in return for doing it, it's just, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. The things that I've been told by dogs and cats and turtles. And it's turtles, just, right? Yeah, it's just and amazing. I'm sure parrots who always have oh, a lot to say, right? Yes, yeah. they do. So, well, you know, it feels like, you know, have you ever, those of you who are watching or listening and you're thinking, oh, I, you know, I could, I, I mean, I, I could never, you know, be a professional. And I, I mean, oh, the market is flooded or oh, whatever. It's like, oh my goodness, there are millions upon millions upon millions of animals, both here and crossed over who are yeah. literally almost, I was going to use the word dying and that feels inappropriate somehow, but who are <laughs> literally like craving the ability, the, just the experience of being able to talk with people again, because this is yes. something that we've done for millennia. It's well, only and the more been... people that get to, that actually learn exactly. that this is a possibility, the more there's going to be a need. I mean, there's, there's, there's going to be a huge need for this. Um, exactly. There's the, the market isn't flooded by far. Not there's by not that many shot. of us. There really aren't. It might and... look like it, but it's yeah. not. It will only look like it once you get started and suddenly you're surrounded by animal communicators in progress, animal communicators who are relearning what we've forgotten, who are reawakening to something that's so innate. And then all of a sudden it's like everywhere I go, I'm running into animal communicators, but that is a very small community. Um, There's a huge community of animals who cohabitate in some form or fashion with people either at shelters or in people's homes or out in the wild there's all kinds of ways to use these gifts uh the animals are great mentors in dropping new ideas here and there like the idea for this podcast came through the animals you know why don't you do a podcast and interview other animal communicators and like the western left brain marketing person inside of me you know with the business marketing background I was like you gotta be kidding me you're gonna promote other people it's like no wait we have a plan for this you know it's yeah. like every every everybody has a match everyone yeah. has someone that they'll resonate with um and this this series is just yet another pathway to making that happen. It feels like, you know, if you can imagine those of you who are watching or listening, you know, seeing somebody that you care about who is grieving and they're sad and they've lost someone and you think to yourself, I wish there was something, anything I could do to ease their pain. And there is. There is. 
you know, both for people and for animals, you know, there's animals have also taught me so much about death and dying. Something I used to have a huge phobia about. I'm like, I don't know yeah. if I'm going to like it. You know, I, I would like to see a layout of the place. How big is my apartment? You know, yeah. what if the people are too, you know, there aren't, I'm lonely. What if I never get private time and space? You know, I'm yeah. an introvert and just all these weird little mental things. And the animals are like teaching me the first time I ever saw this was with, with my mom and her soul dog as he was, he was passing and I convinced them to allow me to hire a communicator to talk to JP. And we went from like one big weepy soggy Kleenex to we were calm. They were able to put a plan in place to help JP with his final wishes. It was yep. a beautiful transition. And it's something, you know, if not, if you're listening and you are grieving, because this is the number one way that people's animals use to wake them up. So if you're grieving or if you're, if your animal is imminent or you see this in the near future and you are dreading it, that you are listening or you are watching, this is, this is, this is something to take a look at. You know, and especially when nothing else eases the fear or the pain or the loss, why not try one more thing? That's all I'll say. And Melinda here, we're talking with her today and she has a specialization with this. You've done hundreds and hundreds and it can be a really joyful experience. Every time I have connected an animal back with their person across the rainbow bridge, I, I honestly, honestly, I'll just, I'll just be totally honest. If, if the person hadn't told me the animal was crossed, I would not have known. Yeah. There are subtle ways you can kind of figure it out, but it doesn't really feel any different. It's, it's just, there's it's, kind of the body is kind of not there anymore, but. The and they're still there. They're still, they're still with there. you. They're still totally. around. They're still with you. And the things that I had a dog. This was my a second session with a with a couple, and the very end, the guy goes, "You know, this is going to sound crazy, but can can you ask something? Can you ask the dog something?" It's like, "Yeah, I'm sure." sure what, now what, I'm what, curious I, too, right? Yeah. He goes, "We've been having problems with the, the dog next door." And it's been barking. It's been, it, it's been keeping us up all night. They've had to change their bedroom to a, their, they had to sleep in their guest room. Oh yeah. Just, they'd had horrible issues. They asked, they said, can you ask him if, if he can go talk to this dog and help us get some rest? Dog says, sure. Just tell him to ask me. When they need my help, tell them to ask me. So I said, he says, just ask. He says, he'll try and help you. Two, two days later, I get an email and they say, this dog, we asked, and within 30 seconds, two nights in a row, the barking stopped. This dog had been outside barking all night long. So I asked the dog, I'm like, so what did you, what did you do? He said, I go and hang out with the dog, keep him company. They get rest. I'm like, yeah, things like that. It's like, how else, how else can you explain it? I mean, how else can you explain that something like that happening 30 within 30 seconds, two nights in a row. And they had been up. They had actually, they had actually had all kinds of issues. They had called the authorities. They had had weeks worth of issues, ask their dog to help. 
he helped. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to ask yourself, what is the one thing I haven't tried yet? Yeah. That exactly. create, you know, you know what it is. It's that crazy thing, that thing yeah. that your mind says will never work. It's mm-hmm. the thing where you actually get involved with the animal directly, which is why I, I personally, I'm not, not, I mean, this is something I, I learned from Maya Kincaid, you know, it's why she doesn't use the word readings per se, but rather talks about communicating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, when we're communicating with one another, right. all kinds of things become possible. Right. That maybe there's just, there isn't any other way of achieving it for a reason. Because this reestablishment of the connection is the reason, is right. the point of it all. So, and we've talked a little bit about, you know, like how to get started talking with animals, um, you know, and, and kind of, there's all kinds of different learning styles. There's all kinds of different budgets. There's all kinds of different time availabilities, um, you know, it would be easy to turn it into like a, a, such a mental exercise where you're making, you know, lists of teachers and spreadsheets and this yeah. and then benefits and this and that and the other. So, you know, a lot of time, I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, you had mentioned how you, you kind of one thing led to another and you ended up fine, you know, connecting with Maya and mm-hmm. after your dog woke you up literally, um, to chat. And, you know, so let's say somebody's listening today and they're like, gosh, I just like to have one experience of this, you know, just, just one, just without spending a boatload of money without, you Mm -hmm. know, putting six months of lessons on my schedule, where should I start right now? What should I do? What would you recommend? Oh, wow. Um, there are many, many people who, will offer a a free class. They will offer you, um, look at free resources first. Look at, um, I know uh, know Maya used to, I'm not sure if she still does, but she used to offer, you could come and visit her class. She still offers that. Take a a free class with her. Um, People have online, go around, look at people's websites. Um, Look at what they offer for free. Um, And a lot of people will do free consultations. Um, that's one thing that I will be doing soon, um, is a free meeting, you know, set up, I will talk to you. I will give you, you know, half an hour of my time and we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll get you doing it. Um, there's so many people that will do that. Uh, and, and don't, don't just look at one, you know, don't, don't, don't just make me set up a meeting with me and talk to me and be like, okay, yeah, go talk to several people because, I think that relationship with your teacher, you really have to, you have to have that relationship and people learn differently and people do this differently as well. Mm-hmm. So very important if, to know. Yeah. if you try one person and it doesn't work out so well, try someone else. Don't, don't give up. Um, it's, I, I learned so much from Maya but then I took a, a Karen Anderson class mm-hmm. and it was, to, it was totally different. It wasn't, I'm not going to say it was better. It was just different. And some people, Maya style will work. Sometimes some people, Karen's style will work and some people, neither one will work. You just have to look and find the person that really resonates with you. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go investing a whole lot of money in it until you find that 
find that you can actually get going with someone and they're going to, the biggest thing is, is you have, you know, everyone has the, the clairs and everyone uses them differently. And so do animals. They have that as well. And they communicate to us in ways an animal might communicate really well with me and, and not so well with you. And then the next one might communicate really well with you and not so great with me just because of the way they communicate. And it's, it's that way you have to find a teacher that can teach you your, your way. Um, and then you will develop all of them eventually. But when you're first learning, sometimes it's really rough unless you have a teacher that, that knows how you communicate. Um, just my, my advice is just don't give up. Look around. There's a ton of stuff out there a ton of free stuff um, just start hitting people's websites watch the videos yep yep well I think and you know it's interesting that's the way I phrased that question I was like huh why am I asking it that way and I think it was because you were mentioning you you meant you just mentioned you're about to start that up and I'll bet by the time we air um, kind of post-dating yeah. myself here but I bet by the time we air you will have started that up and so that's a great way to experience it for me my first experience I think I already mentioned was by hiring an animal communicator and just yeah. having that experience you know and I've had a, a few instances where um, I've hired a communicator in the past who is really there's something very intriguing about their their, their way with the animals mm -hmm. and so I've asked them you know will you mentor me privately yeah. you know it's not yeah. doesn't have to be a big formal thing um, right. and especially, and here's another cool thing. Um, the, the student of my fellow students that I've met along the way in these groups, we're always comparing notes. You know, it's again, it's another way I populated this podcast with guests is, you know, and I'm finding out there's, there's something to learn from each individual because we yeah. all have our own way, just like you kind of have your own conversational style when you're talking with other people. Right. And you tend to alter that if you start noticing yourself in conversations, you start to see how maybe you, you, you do things a little differently depending on the personality that you're connecting with. It's the same with animals. You'll find your way by doing it, right. by practicing. So, uh, Melinda, thank you so much for being, being with us today for the generous gift of your time. It's been such a privilege and a pleasure talking Thanks with you. Thanks for having you. me. Yeah, and I just want to encourage all of you, messageswithmelinda.com is how you reach Melinda. She sounds like she's you've got some really cool stuff going on and lots of stuff pending. Um, the best way, I think, is just to sign up for your newsletter, and that way, when everything launches, which it will probably launch by the time this airs, awesome. um, the access to the Facebook group and the, the um, initial consultation and the mentoring. And, of course, you can reach me and him right because we all know who you're really coming for um, <laughs> you can find us on instagram at loveandfeathersandshells.com we're there all the time right strutting our feathery stuff and at animallovelanguages.com and backslash podcast is where you can find this show and all the archived shows uh, so you can learn from this is kind of another another purpose is allowing you to have an experience of different teachers different mentors different communicators to just start seeing you know, this is a really, this is another really good way is just watch some past episodes, just see who you resonate with and, um, you know, tap, 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 find out a little bit more about them. So uh, very grateful to have had the chance to talk with you, Melinda. Thank you for making the time. And we will look forward to being back with you very, very soon.
Okay. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.